Hello, everybody. My name is Rune Eldred, and I'm here with J Dog and the Boss Boss. And we are taking a break from our normal type of podcast to deliver you a new segment called Raw Thoughts, something that we will be doing during the intermission of our normal themed podcast. Since we're waiting on Brian to, you know, actually post what the topic was supposed to be for this week and communicate I think it to everybody. did post it this morning, but we just don't have enough time to actually formulate yeah. proper responses. No. That and uh, this week, his wife's dad is home, so his computer area is occupied with his stuff, so he couldn't hop on here. Thanks a lot, Dad. Yeah, Dad. God. God, make it. You're my real dad, boys. God. <laughs> so, um, I'm drinking the rest of my Seagram Escapes. I have passion fruit, mango, and classic lime margarita. Ooh. What are you uh, sipping, dipping on over there, John? Same shit. Trying to get rid of this damn. Still house bottle of kerosene. Chris Whipsky. Apple Chris Whipsky. Gonna get rid of the kerosene. Yeah. And uh, David, what are you uh, elusively drinking on over there? Oh yeah, I got another. Give me shit for not having camera. Well, look at that. (laughs) Oh shit! Hold on, show off that sweater there, bro. I'm drinking a Coca Cola, and I'm representing my college at the moment. Drinking the hard stuff, you're drinking the Coke. Well, yep. everybody, a grandma Coke sprinkled in it. Oh, god, don't you wish it went back to that? Life would be better. <laughs> I wouldn't complain as hard about gas prices, <laughs> but um, so yeah, we're, we're here to just kind of give you guys our raw thoughts. It's just us talking and bullshitting for the hour long that we have for this raw thought in it raw thought in it you know just got to go in raw <laughs> give it all thoughts. Well, i got a thought for you okay what's your thought john oh no it's gone ah <laughs> uh, you blind i don't know it just it was there and it's gone now so um all right so as of recording this right now, I just uploaded the final episode to Alan Wake Remastered, which I gotta say, I was working on that playthrough since October. Really cracked down. I I started it in October, took a small break from it, and really cracked down on it in the last month or so. And I gotta say, it's it was an amazing game. Like, I I didn't think for the concept of it being a very linear game in which you use just a flashlight to kind of defend yourself. You don't get just a flashlight because you have guns and everything else. But, like, doing the overview of what the game was about, I was semi-hesitant about recording it and playing it. But I knew it had a really good following, so I was like, I might as well jump in and do it. And I honestly am really happy I did because I'm really intrigued to explore Quantum Break, Control, and American Nightmare now to get more of Alan Wake's story. 
Quantum Break. Is that an Alan Wake game or is that that one with the dude that so, played Iceman? It's the game with the dude that played Iceman, but I guess oh, in the very... The... So there's only one scene the in the entire yeah. game that relates to Alan Wake and it's in the very beginning of the game. The book that Alan... So spoiler alert for everybody. At the very end of Alan Wake, um, he writes a new book as a sequel to Departure to get himself out of the darkness. In Quantum Break, they take the second book and turned it into a movie format that you could watch in Quantum Break. Oh, wow. That's really all Quantum Break has to do with Alan Wake, from my knowledge. As uh, there, there is an Easter egg, but by the way, I'm sorry I turned my camera back off. So okay. um, there's there's a number of reasons why I have to keep the camera off for right now. Um, but that's not for the video. Anyway, one of the Easter eggs in Quantum Break is you can actually see the Island Wake game is on one of the computer monitors or one of the TVs in an office. So there, there's there's other little Easter eggs and things being like, okay, Alan Wake is a thing, and it's it's a game, it's a book, it's a movie, but it's also real because I, if I'm not mistaken, Quantum Break relates to Control, and Control establishes that Alan Wake is really happening. Yeah. None of that is a spoiler, by the way. It might seem like I just spoiled something, but I really did. So Alan Wake, so the, the, I'm going to straight spoil something. Alan Wake doesn't exist, but he exists. <gasps> How dare you spoil and say such a horrible thing. So it, it's like, it's another so reason like why I say a character you guys, in a book writing a book. He is a character in a song that through the darkness, the, the weird supernatural ability the darkness has, when it took its last victim, Thomas Zane, he wrote in one of his poems about a hero coming to save him. That hero was Alan Wake. But he wrote it to where Alan Wake was also an author, so that way there was the backdoor exit for Alan as well. So he is a real person in the sense that like you and I are real but he's also not real in the sense of that he was created by supernatural forces in the world of Alan Wake he is in himself a um what, what do they call it in control and AWE yeah which is hilarious because AWE could roughly translate to an Alan Wake event, but it's an altered world event, I think is what it translated back to. You have a computer in front of you, so you'd be able to actually physically figure out that answer right now. I just, Matter it's really good. In front of you. It, the game's really good, and I just found out there is an actual real live book that is Alan Wake. Probably, it wouldn't surprise me. And I, I, I'm ordering it off of Amazon. <laughs> And waiting for it to ship to my house so I could read it. Because as David would know, I don't know. Well, John would kind of know too because you've seen my bookshelf. I have a lot of video game novels. I didn't even know that they had Gears of War novels until 
You told me, dude. I want to start yeah. reading them, honestly. I know, right now I'm reading them. Also, Splinter Cell, um, a lot of the Tom Clancy video games, now that I think about it, are also novels. I think they were novels before they were games. Some of they them. They were books, yeah. yeah. I think most of them were books beforehand. I, I no, think I already said Assassin's Creed, but I actually own an Assassin's Creed book, so that's why I keep thinking of it. I've been wanting to drop the $50 to get the first 12 books. For Assassin's Creed? Yeah, they, they have like a special deal on Amazon where it's like $56 and you get... That's not bad for 12 bucks. Dude. It's either 8 or 12 no. I can't remember. I have a lot of books in my Amazon shopping cart. Yeah. I like to read... Gears, Halo, uh, Mass Effect, which I know you have a couple of. I have, as of right now, all but one or two of the Mass Effect books. That includes um, the comics. FNAF has a, a whole series oh of books. Oh my god, the FNAF ones are so <laughs> fun to dive into. That's another, that's another world where I was like, I didn't think I was going to like it when I first got introduced to it. But the second you start like prying open the layers that like even for FNAF, the simplicity the, of the FNAF funny thing game. is so the first FNAF game was uh it was a, a Hail Mary from Scott, which for those of you who don't know, FNAF is Five Nights at Freddy's developed created in like 2014. There was no Easter eggs in it, it was literally just a this is a game you sit in an office you have the two doors which when you run out of power they can't close which was a really weird mechanic but it it was a thing that just happened to land right when people needed a new game to latch on to and it just blew up well i think also during that time like horror games in general were having kind of a resurgence because you had just the right time it was the right price it drew in everybody youtubers alike and then now it's this massive million multi-million dollar thing and it's getting a movie by blue house to be toxic oh yeah dude it's gonna be awesome. Have you seen that game? I'm pretty sure you guys know the name of it. The one that's like uh, this kid gets a Furby like creature for his no birthday. more mama. What's that? It's like no, uh, no more mama or something like that. Or it's yeah. chanted. Yeah, I know. I know the one you're talking about. I forget what the Tattletail. Tattletail. Weird though. It's a good it's a good game though. I've seen I watched like a whole walkthrough of it or a whole playthrough of it. It's fucking creepy. Did you hear <laughs> that Hello Neighbor is getting a new game? Yeah, yeah, it's been in shit. That game has been in development for a long time, dude. I just know you say um, your son really likes that game, and I still sit yeah. on the fence and I'm like, should I do it? I have them. It's fun, man. I I got into it. It's it's one of those adaptive AI games. The he learns from your movements and your mistakes and stuff and that's where that's where catches I'm you on the more traps about. and cameras that's where um, i'm on the fence about because um alien isolation had the adaptive ai for mm-hmm. the xenomorph and i fucking hated it 
That would be nuts. I couldn't imagine playing an alien game like that. Because you can't fight back yeah. in that game. You can't no, fight well, back. Yeah. It's running high. You have to find a flamethrower, and you can fight back with a flamethrower, but it does not kill him. It just, just him back. keeps him back for gives you um, enough time to to escape. To piss yourself a little bit more thoroughly. Oh. <laughs> it is. It is a learning AI in which, if it knows you have the flamethrower now, it will take tactics to make sure that it doesn't get hit by the flamethrower again. Wow. Yeah, you could uh, be crawling through a passage, and next thing you know, you round a corner, and it's just there. <laughs> or, uh, I was I was watching, I think it's Mark. I watched Markiplier play it, and he went into a passage, and he saw one of them, like, run across in front of him as he was in the tunnels. He was like, ooh, ooh, and he went to go turn around and crawl back, and he saw another one. And he got sandwiched between the two. Yeah. Um, well, funny thing you brought up, Alien Isolation. So with the Game Pass, there's these quests that you yeah. can do. And one of the quests right that. now is to survive for five minutes while being chased by the alien. I know. I keep looking at that. And I have Isolation downloaded. Because I was going to play it, but I'm like, with all my horror games, I get to that point where I'm hesitant <laughs> on jumping through them because it's like 11 o'clock at night, 1 in the morning. I'm like, do I really want to give myself an anxiety attack before I go to bed and then I can't sleep? Right. What do you think about like horror fantasy novels, like books and stuff? Do you read those or do you just strictly stick with like video game books and all that kind of crap so when i was younger i think i still have them somewhere here but i've lost the majority of them i had a very vast stephen king collection <laughs> and other like mm. horror horror themed books because i like horror as a genre books that I are don't... like this thick <laughs> yeah books that are like this thick this thick john this this thick this thick mm -hmm. but um mm -hmm. anyway i surround myself thing, around a lot of horror one thing about novels not just the horror novels but one thing that i appreciate about them is I mean, the author does their best to kind of describe what the character looks like what the entity might look like but your mind is what is actually you know forming the kind of visual of it and so your mind could end up creating this way more creepy uh entity than what shows up in a game or what shows up on the movie or tv yeah. show or what have you like the actual vis visual element um now personally i don't play i don't watch a lot of horror movies or horror shows i don't play a ton of horror games i play a couple because he gets scared in the dark i was gonna say like I just have other david, games. In david I, I have, have so many games i have so many games it's like do i want to actually sit through and try and play this game right now or do I want to? What was the scariest movie you've seen, David? Horror movie. 
the scariest movie that I've ever seen. Yeah. That I still think is scary, or that well, you said you don't watch a lot of horror movies. Well, what what's like one of the scariest one you've seen? Um, <laughs> you're gonna find you're gonna think to yourself, "Oh, that's stupid." <laughs> Years back, there was a movie that came out called Unfriended. Oh, I remember that. Movie. I remember that. It was yeah. from the perspective of this chick's laptop screen. I was going to say it was like the Zoom call, like with the yeah. different. Yeah. And the thing that was, it, it, the thing that bothered me is the glitches that were happening. I literally had <clears> seen <throat> on my own computer from time to time. <laughs> and it was, it was using Spotify. It was using YouTube and I'm name dropping things. And it was using and it wasn't it just bothered me like greatly bothered me. It's like these were hit home a little more than other yeah, they 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 hit you related more to it. Uh you know, uh Friday the thirteenth, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, there was a good paranormal movie, dude. It was, it was a good because I would put that in the paranormal category for sure. Yeah, and like paranormal was, activity as well, which oh, went off the, the rail. Did they make a sequel to Unfriended? No, not I don't. They're not um, related. There's another one with um with the dude. Oh, I can't remember his name. The guy that played Harold. And Harold and Kumar, yeah. And and Kumar. There's one like that, and it's a it's, it's like a, a taken though. It's more like taken in that aspect because he's trying to find what happened to his daughter, and the whole thing's mm. filmed through the perspective of his camera or his laptop camera. Mm. Yeah, it's, so it's, not, those, it's not a technical horror movie. No, the those aspects where it's like, okay. Every other horror movie, there's always an aspect that I can go, okay, that's not real. That's not something that can truly happen. Um, or that's not something that's will really plague me. But with like unfriended or paranormal activity with just a camera, you know, there was always that aspect of this could very well be real. And for how haunted your house was. Well, yeah, I know. Oh, really? I just want to throw that out. There. Oh, really? The, like the like half a year I lived with you and your family. Oh, there was fucking shit going bro, on. We would hear. I would be standing in the kitchen, and I would like all the lights are off. I'm just getting a cup of water at like two o'clock in the morning, and I would feel like somebody was like right behind me. Like you know when somebody's trying to sneak up on you and scare you. And you could feel it. And you usually turn around and your friend's like, oh, hey, you got me. Yeah, I would turn around and nothing's there. Ghost is like, hey, man, you got you me. Got me. <laughs> next time. I'll get you next time. Or, uh, what was it? We would get knocking on our bedroom doors and nobody's there. Oh, yeah. That, that happened a lot. Um, hearing shit uh you would hear people walking on the other side of the house when you know that you're home alone wow your mom's fucking rocking chair with the raggedy and doll in it that would rock itself yeah 
Um, and a freaking so, Annabelle doll in a rocking chair. Who's yeah, bright that idea was that? That would rock it. So, <laughs> no. Let me let me explain something about my parents' house because obviously I don't live there anymore. I live hours away now. Um, my parents' house. We are the first people to live in it. We built the house. The property, nothing has what? existed on that property before, unless it was Native American and beyond our. Yeah, that's why that we're aware of. But we yeah. built the house. and within the first year i think it was like four or five months of us living in the in the house um me and my mom we had we had gotten home with groceries we closed the door locked it and we were in the kitchen and we're just standing there We we were talking about something many years ago can't remember what we were talking about and we hear the side door open. Now we know it's locked. So there's no way it could have opened. We hear it open, close. We hear somebody walk in, shuffle like they're kicking off their shoes where, the, where all of our shoes were. The dogs start reacting like somebody just came into the house. And we hear the footsteps come in through the laundry room into the hallway that is next to the kitchen in front of my bedroom and my, my bathroom, which is the room that Tim ended up living in. Walked into the dining room and then walked in through the kitchen between me and my mom. Wow. And me and my mom are just standing there in awe, just like, what the fuck just happened? Um, I've been like, well, mom, <laughs> have fun living in this creepy ass house because I am out skis. Yeah, no, that was, I'm being emancipated. I was I was way too young to be able to emancipate myself. Damn, dude. But yeah, no, we that that would happen in for the while for a while it was sporadic. It wouldn't happen very often. Wow. But um one Nothing thing we hostile though, huh? Just like noises and knocks and noises, knocks, and footsteps. Um but we no like physical a lot of the stuff was happening when I would be home alone. Wow. Specifically me. So it was like, oh, it latched on to me. Here. He's... That's possible. That's creepy as shit, be. dude. Is your mom doing like seances in the basement or something? No. <laughs> his mom's part of the, uh, the cult to bring back Toby from Paranormal Activity. We just never knew. Yeah, fucking Toby. Oh, no, 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 no. That's creepy as shit, dude. Which which really made it worse because living at David's house is not my first paranormal experience. You still live in a haunted house. Yeah. So both my apartments in Chico. He looks to the side. <laughs> like, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing back well, there? Well, well. The rest of his house is to his left. But um, my first apartment in Chico was haunted by this like little girl, which was the creepiest thing ever. Because I remember the first time I moved into the apartment, uh, Nicole didn't move in the very first day like I did. So I had the door open to the front, the front door. I was in the kitchen cooking and it was like I was sitting there, I was cooking. The bedroom door was open and I just see this like little girl with like black hair walk out of the bedroom and like in front of the island and like I clear as day saw her whipped around the corner and nobody was there 
I booked it out my front door, ran right past my neighbors and just kept running. Did not stop running. So I was like a good 10, 15 minutes away from the house. And I called, I called Nicole. I was like, hey, babe, is there any way that you could, uh, that you can move in today and not tomorrow? She's like, why? I was like, I just saw a little girl in the house and I fucking ran. She's like, you what? I was like, there's a little creepy ghost girl in the house. I don't want to be here alone. And so I finally, I walked back. Well, no, this is the thing. I walked back and my neighbors who I ended up becoming really good friends with, Ty and Sky, who has been on my YouTube channel for challenges. um, They're like, you saw the little girl? I was like, yeah. Little girl will appear in everybody's apartment in the complex. Mm. And then it was like, in the very beginning of my YouTube channel, because I started my YouTube channel in this apartment. So my early, early videos, like year one videos, you can see it a lot in the Batman stuff. I'll be sitting there talking and you'll hear a cabinet just slam shut. And I, I would look at, after a while, it became like a joke because I would hear the like things shut and I'd just look into the kitchen. I'd be like, hey, will you stop? I'm doing something here. <laughs> or hi, I acknowledge you. Stuff like that. Like, kind of how to- you have to be with that, with that stuff, dude. Like you have to just kind of accept it. And, the best and part of the ghost story in the first apartment, though, is for like the first year and a half we lived there, Nicole refused to believe me that the place was haunted. Because things would only happen when I was home alone. Things would not happen if she was there. And so I forget what triggered it one day, but I know Nicole and I were like arguing with each other or something. And it was during a point where I started sleeping in the living room and she slept in the bedroom. And Nicole had her bike that she would go to school with that was in like the closet. And we both left the house, locked all the doors, everything. The windows were always locked. We came back home and everything was out of the closet, thrown into a corner of the room. Nothing was gone. Nothing was gone. Everything got moved out of the closet where the little girl would originate from. And in our closet, too, if you were to look up in the roof of the closet, you can see where there would be an attic entrance, but it was painted and sealed over. You should have knocked that shit out, dude. I bet there's fucking bones or something up there. (laughs) Yeah, and then when we all went to go move away into the second apartment, like we were having a party at Sky and Kai's house, and we're all like boxing everything up. Everything was going good. And we were really resisting on saying that we were moving. And somebody, I can't remember who it was, fucked up and said we were moving. And our dishes flew out of the sink and broke on the floor. Like from dead sitting in the sink, just toppled over the edge and went onto the floor. Uh, So she was a a hostile ghost entity. I think it was more along the lines of abandonment. Yeah, it, it never it anything like she didn't want to be abandoned. It didn't yeah. seem like it was something on my end where it was like she never hurt or scared me to the point where I was like, ah, oh, apart from the very first day. But it would be stuff, it'd be like when I'm trying to do something that she would annoy me with slamming cupboards. 
And it would only happen when I went to go record. And again, I like I, I need to go find clips of this from my first year videos. So that way I could like show a little example of it. But it was yeah, funny. Was it was something I missed about the place. And then I had a seance done in my second apartment, to which apparently I blacked out and tried sabotaging the seance. Mm. And this, I remember course, none of it. after me and Tim, I, I after I had moved into the place, lived there for a couple months, and then I had to move out because of deteriorating health. No idea what caused the deteriorating health. And ever since then, I've had health issues. Yeah, no, it was a, uh, it was my cousin's ex-wife who was like majority Native American. So she had this huge like spiritual beliefs and everything like that. And she was over at my house one day and just said that things felt dark. And it was me, her, and then my cousin's now current spouse who was living with me at the time. God, that sounds horrible saying it like that. But we all did, we, she went through and like saged the house and was doing a cleaning. And leading up to the events, we would see like this tall shadowy figure like stand in the bathroom and peer into my room. Like Quinn would see it when she was sleeping out in the living room and she would like walk into the hallway. She would see like a figure like sitting there and think I was just being weird, like leaning out the bathroom, looking into my room, trying to see the TV or something. But then she would hear me live streaming or recording in the room. Wow. And yeah, so they went so to go long. do the seance. <laughs> midway through of the like cleaning seance saging and all that like i apparently like changed my demeanor and attitude completely like a full 180 and was like trying to push stuff over and knock it over and stop it oh wow and then she left and never came back to the house don't blame her <laughs> i don't either oh, no. And that was the same the same place where the little girl was, or that was a different no. This was the second place I moved into. Oh wow! And then I moved back down to where I'm at now in Dead Bluff, and then I met you, John, and we madly fell in love. And <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, I've had some experience with that uh, whole dark figure thing it gives me the fucking creeps just thinking about it dude because i was i was young. i was young dude and like i was i was really young and my brother was going through a lot of, he's eight years older than i am so he was going through a lot of just like just issues and you know he was rebelling a lot and shit and bringing in really like dark dark yeah. like dark metal and you know just bad vibes and bad shit just like death metal and all that kind of shit and getting really into that whole scene you know um, i'm a barbie girl <laughs> i know i know yeah. exactly what you mean yeah but um like i would sleep in my mom's room just because i didn't feel comfortable like i always felt like something was there with me you know it was it was weird like i'd look over and my brother would be sleeping because we shared a room he'd be sleeping in his bed dude and i like i would hear noises and almost like almost feel something on the bed with me and it was just really fucking disturbing and i started sleeping in my mom's room and uh 
I just remember, dude, like it, it, it was a reoccurring thing for quite a while, like maybe a year or so. Um, there'd be this just dark, I'd wake up out of a dead sleep, dude. I'd wake up and there'd be a dark, like, you know, when the room's dark and like the moonlight's kind of coming through and there's like darkness, it was like darker than darkness. It was the creepiest shit and it had a figure to it and it would stand right at the edge of the, like right on the side of the bed that I was on, dude. And it felt like it was just sitting there just fucking staring at me wouldn't wouldn't harm me in any way but it was just you know i'd get that like claustrophobic feeling so like as like a child i I could definitely relate to that because as a child i used to have sleep paralysis and um i can't remember what it's called i think you're like you're helpless so it's like I would I would have it to the point where it's like you go to sleep and you wake up and you're paralyzed. You literally don't move. Your yeah. mind is awake, but your body is asleep. And usually during that time, it's very common for you to see uh what what do they call it? What what's the actual term for uh when you have hallucinations while having sleep paralysis? I, can't I don't I don't know. But either which way, I would see stuff in, like, that haze. And then I had another thing, which was called, like, waking nightmares, where I would have a dream, wake up from the dream, but still be in a dream. And I would have it to where it would happen, like, three or four times in a session. So I'd be like, I'd have this, like, nightmare of being chased by, like, ghost face, because I watched, again, a lot of horror movies as a child. So it was like, I grew up fearing that mask because my mom's ex-husband would like scare us with the mask. So I'd have like a nightmare of him jumping out of like a dark alleyway, killing us, wake up and be like waking up in the dream, in my bed, in my bedroom and like going throughout the day. But things would be like warped. There'd be like shadow people everywhere. Like you couldn't hear right. And then it'd be like something bad would happen and I'd wake up right back where that last dream started where I'm like waking up in bed. Everything's dark. It's not morning yet. I'm like, oh, oh my God, the nightmare's finally over. And then it'd be like, I'd lay back down and look up at the top bunk because back then I had bunk beds with my younger brother and like another sleep paralysis demon thing would be just in the bars of the bunk bed and like attack me and then i'd wake up for good that time damn it's fucking crazy dude i've always had issues with sleeping ever since i was a little boy a young lad i I have only encountered you called it uh a waking nightmare or something like that yeah Mm -hmm. i have only encountered it once or waking up in like inception dreams of you wake up in bed and this is this is exactly how it went for me by the way how are you guys hearing me right now i just had to switch to bluetooth headphones okay you're good okay i wake up in bed and i do my normal morning routine bowl of cereal take a shower and like it feels real the entire time yep I get out of the house, and uh, this dream was 
I turned right onto the street and got T-boned. Don't know where the truck came from, just got T-boned. Wake up in bed. Start the same process over thinking, oh, it was a crazy-ass dream. This time I turned left out of the complex because I'm like, oh, you know, maybe it's just just superstitious. Some, I, I don't know. I've, I want to go the other way. And then I get T-boned by the same truck. Wake up. And it's like all three times that I've woken up, it's been like seven o'clock in the morning. Repeat the process. Fine. Get T-boned by the truck. Fourth time I wake up, it's like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, all right, you know what? This is it. I'm awake. I'm finally awake. Truck comes through the window. I'm on the second oh, floor, shit. by the way. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck? I wake up. Like, and I think I'm just going to stay home today. It's four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> when I wake up. I'm like, okay, am I, am I actually awake? Am I still asleep? You roll over to look at Katie to get comfort, and it's me, Mr. Truck. That's crazy <laughs> shit, though, dude. That, that time when I woke up, I was I was actually in bed, like wow. I was fully actually awake. I'm like, all right, I think I think I'm good. And then, of course, I turn over and I go back to sleep. The worst I encounter now. Is I have deja vu dreams all the time. Oh, yeah, and it'll be absolutely. it'll be stuff that won't happen for months either. Like I'll have a dream about people I have no idea who they are or anything, conversations I'm having with them. And then I think I've had one that was the weirdest one I had was an event that took place like a year to two years away from the dream. And I was like, I was hanging out with a bunch of people I did not know and literally remembered having the conversation we were having. And that entire moment, like, you know, when you have the deja vu moment, you kind of have that out of body experience. And you're mm. like, you're like, I know what's going to happen. Mm. And then you finish their sentence and they're like, oh, okay, someone's doing this conversation. Let's leave. And then they stick their wiener in your ear and you're like, this wasn't in my dream. <laughs> I don't remember this part. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Besides sticking the wiener in the ear, Tim, I, I feels like that's, it's not a deja vu, but rather it's a premonition dream. I prefer I'm, the I'm term familiar. deja vu. I'm familiar with what you're describing. Um, I've had a couple of those where it was, I would have the deja vu and suddenly remember that I had the dream as a child. As a child, I had very weird ass dreams. Okay. Sorry. Same here, dude. I I could go on and on about weird ass dreams I've had. <laughs> yeah. Crazy shit, man. I used to live next to a train track. Like, Fuck that. My house was here, backyard, train track. And it was, oh. yeah, dude, I'd, I'd have some crazy ass dreams about trains and shit. Because when I was young, we had like blackberry bushes in my backyard that was, that would separate the tracks from our yard. And I got all stuck in them and shit when I was young, dude. And, and a train was going by. And I guess it just traumatized me. So I'd have like, so you'd have dreams of where you'd go left and get hit by a train, 
wake up, go right, get hit by a train, stay in your house, and next thing you know, train through the window. Well, I, one dude, I'll never forget it. It was really weird. Like I'd hear the train coming, I'd be in bed, and I'd be like, "Oh my god!" And it was like almost like a nightmare train, like a like a carnival train, you know, just where there was like creepy creatures and and like just weird shit on the train that you can't explain <laughs> yeah you'd hear it coming and it was like it was like i knew you know when you know things in your dream and you just you just know what's going on like the train was coming and people would just like shut their windows and not look at the train because if you looked at the train and they saw you looking at it they'd jump out and they'd invade your house and like take you away or kill you or whatever i have yeah horrible shit no, I, 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 weird yeah. weird dreams man fuck yeah dude back on horror books though there's this one series i do want to recommend we did um, there. <laughs> yeah did we just go full YouTube. circle on something yeah yeah well i wanted to mention it before and it just popped in my head again um it's called the Demonata series. It's about demons and, and this uh, secret organization that hunts demons and it goes like interdimensional and shit, like goes to demon dimensions and hunts them. And, you know, it's by really cool. They by the dude Winchester. that wrote, what's that? I said, by chance, were they called the Winchesters? No. No, they were, no, they were called the. I'm not sure if they were called the demonata or if like the demons were called the demonata, but I don't know. It's a, it's a series and the first one's Lord Loss, And then there's like demon hunter and stuff. It's, it's like a 10 book series. It's by the dude that wrote the uh, Cirque de Freak books, huh. like the vampires assistant and all that kind of shit. It's really yeah. good. dude. And, and like David, how you were talking about how books, explain you know like the way things look and you get different like you get yeah. different pictures of the way they are man he is so good at describing the characters and just the weird creepy shit in that book dude i'm only on book two but just being on that i would definitely recommend starting that that series they're really cheap so, so to yeah. make another full circle, uh, you asked David a question earlier on what hit the most scariest movie he saw was. What, what in your opinion, is? Oh, with my scariest movie? Exorcist, bro. I have had nightmares and nightmares about that bitch's face and her, like, running down the halls at me and climbing on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the exorcist, the extended version where it like shows her going down the steps and shit backwards. And yeah, fuck that movie. I hate it. For me, David knows this story. For me, even though I have a really good memory associated yeah, man, with a big it. Ass mouse. <laughs> is it? Oh Mickey? shit. I just saw something out of the corner of my eye, dude. This is Big ass mouse going along the oh no uh get my shotgun continue but, uh, society continue. 
David would know the good story behind this, but uh, the horror movie that used to scare the shit out of me as a kid till I busted a nut in the literal term <laughs> was The Grudge. Oh, shit. No. Yep. Don't talk about that movie. It <laughs> scares the shit out of me, too. Dude. So I love the new one. Yeah, I've seen the new one with the dude from Harold and Kumar. Oh. Bro. I also watched the uh, the Japanese Netflix TV series of it too, Ongja. Ongja the Graja. <laughs> but yeah. um, I used to be ahead, very bro. petrified of The Grudge and Samara from The Ring. But David knows the good story behind The Grudge, don't you, buddy? Possibly. It leads on to my sister fetish. Okay, that sounds bad. That sounds like my sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I sound oh like my god. <laughs> Okay. I sound like Brian now. I sound that like door can't be shut now. It's it's open. It's open. I mean, no, all right. I'm going. I'm going to save you right here, Tim. We're going to change. Me, buddy. We're going to change it. You guys are mentioning old. Older movie horror movies. No, you're supposed to like save me from the sister comment and clarify. I, no, no, I'm not clarifying that. Uh, I, I'm I just avoiding. I'm avoiding it like it's the play. Uh, Poltergeist. The original Poltergeist. Poltergeist is definitely a creepy one, dude. There he is. Hmm. Oh, that guy that's like knocking on their door. He's like. Little creepy looking and shit. So yeah, some popsicles in the show. Uh, I didn't see the poltergeist until 2014, 2015. And at that point, I had already found out a few things about, you know, the fact that if, uh, the movie the original? was plagued. Yeah, the original. Yeah. Uh, the movie was plagued with a bunch of different like curses, quote unquote. Yeah, during yeah. the filming. Yeah, during the filming, and yeah, then the fact the that Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, during the scene, um, which is not a spoiler at this point, when she goes into the swimming pool and its skeletons start popping out of the uh, mm. ground, <laughs> those are real skeletons. And the cast didn't know because actual human remains were cheaper to buy than prop ones. But the wow. thing is, the families were unaware that their bodies were being used. Wow. Like, do we still have that pile of skeletons we dug up during, uh, <laughs> during production? So, uh, yeah. Oh, I'd that like that mass grave back. that we found on, on site. <laughs> oh, Tim, just let it go. Walk away from it. I like to take a step back and re just talk about the ring and grudge real quick. Nothing was scarier your, than that shit, dude. And your sister fetish. Okay. I am well known <laughs> for having crushes on my friends' sisters. Okay. It happens. Okay. It happens. That's why I was saying, David, you would get the good story behind this. I was never informed of what movie you guys were watching. Oh, it was The Grudge. Uh, yeah, dude, no, okay. That movie made me petrified to have showers. 
I would yeah, be washing, I'd be washing my hair, and I would. Oh God! I swear to God, if I feel a hand back here, I swear to Christ, I will fucking run out it's of all, here hey, naked. Hey, the Moors, let's go right now. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like uh, growing older, I've come to love those movies. Like when they announced the new Grudge movie, I was like, fuck yeah, I can't wait to see it. And I liked it. I liked the Grudge TV show when they did Rings, the newest Ring movie, where it was like everything went into the new age media of cell phones and social media. I thought it was really good. Dude, honestly, I don't think I've seen that one. I have it on a. Blu-ray. I've seen one and two. But I don't think I've seen is it's the third one, right? Yeah, it's the third one, and it gets like uploaded to the cloud. And it's called Rings. Rings, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, so this film, this film student finds the VHS, and they burn copy it to like a, is this thing? <laughs> they like burn copy it to a DVD so they can see what's on it. The DVD gets uploaded into a computer, which then gets uploaded to like the cloud. Oh hell no! And then just gets mass shared everywhere. Nope, nope. That shit came on my TV. I'd be like, computer. (laughs) That is exactly how I felt when the Dead by Daylight DLC for Ringu came out. Oh boy! And if you buy the character, it makes. I'm glad I didn't buy the character just for that. It makes you sit through her video. And I'm telling you, well, like, dead like, horses I, and like the maggots crawling all over it, and yeah, and weird. it's like I know for a fact it's not real. Like I'm not gonna get hurt. <laughs> but you're sitting there watching the video, and you're just like, I swear to God, I'm turning my phone off, disconnect, disconnecting the landline. Fucking, mm-hmm. I got holy water, garlic. I got, <laughs> I got protection against everything. All right, I'm wearing the chastity. Holy water and garlic, garlic infused holy water. <laughs> just in case oh man yeah did i tell you when i saw the ring in theaters the power went out because it was pouring yeah. rain yeah you told me that while we were sitting the there waiting creepy for more shit dude yeah the creepiest shit ever i got up and i'm like nope i'm out <laughs> you i was like walking around the lobby like uh-uh dude i can't be in here okay. when this happens. i'm gonna jump in on this one the only movie that i have ever walked out of is unfriended I saw it in theaters, and it's the only movie I've ever walked out oh, of. You pussy. The well, only it was, movie I've I, I was also of. with my ex at the time, and it, she was also the driving force of seeing the movie. It was her idea. I didn't care for the movie. And then, and then she's like, I'm scared. She was like, yeah. I, didn't, I don't want to watch this anymore. I'm sorry. I was like, all right. You know, I want to see people die. Come on. Horrible, gruesome deaths on Zoom. What's the <laughs> other movie that's... It's not Unfriended, because Unfriended took place mainly on uh, the computer. But there's another movie about a girl that unfriends somebody that gets, like, over-stalkerish, and she starts getting haunted. And then you find out, like, the Facebook profile was fake and all this, and the girl, like, never existed, and she starts, like, deteriorating from the inside. I can't remember what it is called i don't i don't know the one you're talking about um on unfriended it was her the dead chicks facebook started messaging people and yeah join the call and she get like 
super drunk and die of like alcohol poisoning or someone killed her and or someone she like I think it was like she got assaulted and... yeah, yeah and they posted it and these like preppy bitches yeah. posted it and and, and then the very sitting with it's revealed that she was the one who actually <clears throat> recorded the entire thing and yeah, posted it posted it yeah you know the person oh, you're rooting best for, friend. Oh shit! The person you're rooting for the entire movie to live is the fucking asshole, and you're like, "Bitch, I hope you fucking die." <laughs> oh man, I hate scary movies, but I love them at the same time. <laughs> Me too. I'm just, sitting there. I just went through at Walmart and just bought the seven movie Child's Play collection. Oh, and like do I want. I'm like, do I want to watch those tonight? Do I want to those watch? Those aren't scary. Like, they're not scary, but I mean, in, in terms of a younger audience, it'd be deemed. At the time, they were probably terrifying. Especially when they started selling the doll. John's like, yeah. I don't play with dolls. I have nothing to fear. I don't need a good boy doll because I'm a bad boy. <laughs> like a bad boy. I'm a bad boy now. <laughs> no, my and friend. Then while my he's friend talking had, like this, um, he's still propane. When Seed of Chucky came out, my friend had the Bride of Chucky like version, you know, where he's all sewed up and sewn up and all that shit. He had yeah. Chucky, the Bride, whatever her name was, and uh, Tiffany, and the kid. Yeah, and they were yeah. like good size, you know, like good guy doll size. It was fucking creepy, dude. And they were on little pedestals, and you could push a button, and they all had like different sayings and stuff, but. My mom's buying me a good boy doll for a good my, guy. for Christmas. Good, good guy, guy doll. Good guy doll. Good boy, good guy, whatever it is. No, my mom's no, buying me guy. a Chucky doll for Get Christmas. Right. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's gonna stay in the closet. As long as it doesn't look like that stupid version that uh Mark that they've had recently. Yeah. I liked it. I liked his like version of Chucky. It was good. I but couldn't get over the design of the awful. doll too. Yeah, he looked awful. Oh man. my god! It was like it was like the new Freddy on the remake. Did of you Nightmare guys see the promotional movie. stuff for the movie? Yeah, where, where it, it was he like killed a... the Toy Story characters. No, 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 no. Um, I think it was more of a prank than like promotional, but it was they would have the uh, advert on a bus stop. It'd be on the side of bus stop. People would be waiting next to it and it would show you know a uh, child's play and then the advert would talk to them they would then get their attention like look over to the advert and then <laughs> somebody the advert a kid, abbreviation for advertisement yes okay a kid dressed as Fucking chucky generation would, <laughs> would burst through the advertisement wielding a knife and start chasing people it was fucking hilarious i imagine I it was terrifying it. for the person yeah. i'm telling you right now with everything in horror that field I gold seen, that doll <laughs> and everything of horror that i have seen with a kid and i am serious a hundred percent of the time when i say it a possessed child is coming at me i am drop kicking the son of a bitch off a balcony I think I think Unless... John was the first person that got mad at me because we we're playing who's your daddy and I said that. 
unless it's hiding under your bed like on pet cemetery and it cuts your fucking achilles tendon when you step off the bed dude bro okay that is legitimately i look under my bed as you say that that is legitimately one of my biggest fears is that happening i think chucky's that's why we have so much stuff underneath our bed that nothing can be under our bed yep that's why whenever (laughs) i clean my house it just all goes under the bed Howie Mandel is under there dressed as a monster. He's like, come on now. <laughs> Dude, that movie, yeah. oh my god, that, that movie was so fucking weird. Little I love monsters? that movie. I yeah. love that movie. Monsters shit, dude. <laughs> I love that. That was one of my childhood favorites. Childhood? Childhood favorites. Yeah, yeah you gotta remember, John's like That's in his 50s. a 50. long time ago, buddy. It was a long time ago. <laughs> very very long ago i think the kid wasn't it fred savage it was the kid i think so yeah that sounds about right. yeah. Years. yeah yeah and remember i also had a brother that was eight years older than i was so i was i had a lot of like that you know older shit that i watched growing up this stuff from like the 1920s silent still picture you know God, fucking knock you out <laughs> no 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 could be a bit nicer obviously he was he was watching the talkies at that point <laughs> the talkie films he was you know being carted to the coliseum to watch the gladiator fight <laughs> so i would have loved to see him gladiator fight i would still love to see him now i want to go to the coliseums that's like one of my uh one of my bucket list goals is to John walk into a kind of. I, I I get the feeling that this podcast is pretty much going to be revolving around horror at this point. It's raw thoughts, dog. You just got to go in raw. Raw thoughts. Well, you know, keeping keep with pants. the idea of horror. Um, John, horror games. What horror games do you play, and what would you classify as? the horror game that you refuse to play because you're too terrified to play it. Horror games don't scare me. No, um, let's see here. Um, well, shit. I like jump scares, dude. I like getting jump scared. Um, Resident Evil games, of course, are great at that, especially mm-hmm. the last two. Last two were full of jump scares and shit. Um, horror games that I wouldn't want to play. I don't I know. You never get the Honestly, fucking I've never, fetus out of my head. I've never come across a horror game that I've not played. Um, yeah, honestly, I don't know, dude. I've played every horror game that I've that I've come across and pretty much loved them all. Not what too many, this, though. Honestly, like, like fear. I haven't played fear. Uh, I'd have to say only because it gave me nightmares. The the cutscenes, like the the cutscenes on Twisted Metal Black, were really graphic, dark. really dark and graphic, and just. They okay. kind of stuck with me, and and you know I'd have dreams that would wake me up, and I'd be scared shitless, dude. Just like 
of random shit like the dude with his mouth sewn up and you'd hear in the middle of the night you oh yeah yeah paint it black huh that was you'd start hearing the drum part for paint it black and then it's like vietnam for you you're just having flashbacks of like doll face axle sweet tooth Dollface, yeah, that was a creepy one. Doll, Dollface was the one that creeped me out. I feel like the most because I hate porcelain dolls, <laughs> and she was a like, human-sized porcelain doll, and I was yeah. like, no. Dollface is creepy as shit. What about you, Tim? So obviously, um, you know, I had nightmares of fear because I have a thing about horror and kids. Where it's like, I just get creeped the fuck out by possessed children where I want to drop kick them. And fear <laughs> one, every motherfucking time she pops up and I would just oh, mm, take a break, take a break, breathe, just go and play, walking down a hallway, everything's good. Let's climb down this ladder. Nobody behind me, nobody in front of me. Look down the ladder, nobody there. All right, I'm good turns around to climb down the ladder and she's there and i'm just like (laughs) (laughs) if i have to i will and um a game that i kind of refused yeah i was was just about to touch base on that i got all the way up to the john walker scene in the first one and it was like, yeah, no, I don't feel like being chased by a big beefy boy with his dick flopping about. And then Outlast, I think I made it two, that far. Outlast two, the skull scene scared the living shit out of me. I played all of the demo up into the part where you get thrown into the school, and I was like, oh my god, no! I could watch them, but I get such a bad anxiety playing them, and that's one of the things that, like, I love the Evil Within. But The Evil Within is another one of those games where it's like, I have to really mentally get myself into the space to play it. Because it's like, I'm extremely arachnophobic. I hate spiders. And one of the monsters in Evil Within, Deboned Lara, is this spider chick that you That's the worst. That's the worst one, dude. I I legitimately remember my first time recording the game living in that first house and i remember because i was recording the game and i got to the part where you first see her and i died like four times and i stopped recording and nicole gets home from college and she just sees me sitting in my chair like like this like tears near my eyes she's like the fuck i'm like like, bro i've been being chased for an hour straight by the spider bitch I was like, I fucking hate it. I don't know if I can beat this game. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I can keep playing this, man. It's, I, I hate spiders. And then um, I never got a chance to play this one. But I played a variant of it on Roblox. And it was Silent Hill PT. And even still to this day watching people play it, because you can't play it anymore. It still scares me. The jump scare gets me every fucking time. And it then the would have been Kodius, an amazing oh game. God. It would have been. It would have been my probably would have been my favorite Kojima game. 
his main goal with that was he wanted you to shit yourself. <laughs> like, no, he legitimately told Konami he wanted to make the game so scary that the playtesters would shit themselves or people would <laughs> shit themselves out of fear watching it. Oh, wow. And he only made it as far as making the playable teaser. And it was it was massively popular, but Metal Gear Solid 5 going over budget, Konami and Kojima not seeing eye to eye, Konami letting go of their greatest asset. Everything fell through. Yeah. What about you, David? What was the question again? Who's your fucking question? <laughs> no, I know. Um, for me, oh, yeah, Blair Witch was pretty crazy. I just I refuse to touch are uh, VR horror games. You're coming oh. in very bad. Fuck. <laughs> David, can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear yeah. you a lot better now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, the. Horror games I refuse to touch are VR horror games. Yeah, I kind of agree to that too because I played The Inpatient, which isn't that scary, but it's gotten me a few good times with jump scares or when David decides to enter the house (laughs) without making his presence known and then scares you after you get a pregnancy scare. So you have a double heart attack. That's fun. Yeah. With every other game, you can you can look away, you can pause it, you can look away from the game. With VR games, it is hard there. to pause the game and look away because you have to physically remove it from your face. I'd like um, to play Resident Evil Biohazard VR. I heard there was a whole nother like addition to the game just for vr oh my god dude playing playing resident evil biohazard in vr is such a better experience than playing it on camera i don't look for so i'm playing it right now for my mom on her playstation because she she has my vr set because i don't have room here at the house i'm at right now to play on vr as soon as we start fixing stuff up i'm gonna be taking my vr set back but she bought Resident Evil. It was on sale for like three dollars, and oh, I got wow. all the way up. I got all the way up to the Margaret scene in VR, and I'm just like, mm, "Spider bitch, don't know." <laughs> Back to that spider bitch. <laughs> I hate spiders, bro. I hate it. Like there's a segment Resident on that game you can play, and I guess you're like in the kitchen, tied to a chair, and you have to figure out how to escape. I, I saw something like that, and it's oh, not that, in the actual like game. So that was a VR demo. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, I saw yeah. that. And I'm like, well, that'd be X- fun, dude. Xbox ended up getting a version of that too. That wasn't exactly the same, but if you beat the demo, you got a special coin you could use in the game. Uh, if you want to see me go through that, you can find it on my YouTube channel on Resident Evil. Tim. Demo. Yeah. You you played the demo on your channel, right? Yeah. Am I remembering correctly that there was a point you walked past some mannequins, turned around and said, "Those fucking moved. Fuck this. No, 
God damn it. Fuck this. Yeah, no, do. no, no. <laughs> yep. Nope. I, I remember it clear too. Cause I it was like, I just saw the ghost hanging from the floorboards. Cause you have to spot her like five times. And I just got jump scared by the ghost version of Mia went upstairs like saw the mannequins that are facing towards the stairs walked past them wasn't paying attention turned found this item turned back around and the mannequins were all shifted to face me in the opposite direction and i stopped it was just like yep nope nope fuck this nope nope the fucking mannequins moved and went on this like long rant like had the game pause was done like nope stepping away i'm done mannequins creep the fuck out of me like having played games that use mannequins as a fear tactic has made me not like mannequins in real life too and it it goes to like seeing things and like i am going like crazy and you see the mannequin just That do you remember that like, I am legend? Go back. <laughs> so it's like I will notice shit like that in games too, where it's like I walk past something and you slowly see it go. <laughs> For those of who are listening to the podcast, I turned my head very slowly. I'm sure they would figure that out it's just dead silence oh, you know, for you like know. a you never know. They're like what the fuck is going on uh did you guys play the blair witch game <laughs> david played it more than i did i did yeah, yes yeah. oh my god a... i watched david play it and i loved watching him play it but when i went to go play it i couldn't get into it yeah, it was kind of slow, but it was good. Like it's, once it, I feel like it. it's better to watch than to play. But also, I I was playing through the game, and then it got spoiled to me um, a particular scene, and I did not want to experience that scene, so I just set down the game and I've never returned to it. Was it towards the end? I don't know at what point it was. What's was it when you have point? to carry your dog? You're carrying your dog through the through that canyon because it's dying. I was just told that the dog was killed. I know yeah, the dog at that you point, can leave your dog behind. There's a choice you can make there. You can leave your dog behind, or you can just keep carrying him. And it's almost like a loop. You keep walking in a loop, and it's like. It's trying to make you give up and just set him down, but you just keep carrying him. And I and I think it kind of alters the ending somehow, but I'm not sure exactly. I was how. like, I know there's a good ending and a bad yeah. ending, and I know the dog can live or die. Yeah, and honestly, I don't remember how the damn game ended. And I played it too, but I don't remember the ending either. I watched it, it on YouTube. I don't remember how it ends. But going back to movies. Okay. That was a movie. Fuck, what? How young was I when Blair Witch came out? Dude? I liked the newest Blair Witch over the old one. That was really good. I liked how they went more in depth with like who it is, like what I like type the of fact entity. that if you pause it right, you actually get to see the Blair Witch. 
Yeah, and no, it shows fucking her. Fucking creepy. It shows it, dude. And it's almost like the Baba Yaga, like Russian. Yeah, the Baba Yaga story. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Or not Baba Yaga, the Babadook or whatever. The Babadook. Babadook. No, it's the it's Baba Yaga. It's because it's the house that just like appears in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Out of nowhere. And you go in. And the thing about the original movie is that they kind of explain in the new one is because remember how she's like going through and she's panicking and she loses her friend and uh, she finds him, but he's like got his face in a corner mm-hmm. and she's calling out to him and then she gets fucking sideswiped and that was the end of the movie. Uh, yeah. I guess it, the Blair Witch. Um, the newest one continues what happened after that. Yeah, but it kind of touches base on like why he was doing that. Because if you look at her, she can't kill you unless you see her. Yeah. So he had his face in the corner so he wouldn't see her. He was still alive. Every, he was good. But she, she uses the voices of the people you know to try to get you to turn around and look at her. And so when his friend was actually there calling him, he didn't turn around because somehow I guess he figured it out. And then she Yeah, because at the end of the movie it has them facing the corners. Yeah. And like through the camera, you could see it like the witch behind her. The second one was good too. It was I don't remember it very well, but wasn't that like the book of evil or whatever? Where they're in like the warehouse in like Manhattan or whatever. Yeah, it was some like really weird. I don't know what was the year on that. Not damn, I was nine years old when that movie came out, bro. And I watched it at a friend's. So I wasn't born yet. My mom was like six. Anyway, like I was. (laughs) Piece of shit. Um. No, I was like, I lived in Gerber, and it's not that big of a town, but my friend lived. Oh my in the god, park. Gerber, yeah, Ger- dude. And my friend lived by the park. It was his birthday, and we were like in this. You know, we had a group of friends. We were watching the Blair Witch Project, and I had to get home because it was getting late. My mom called, and she's like, "You need to come home," and she couldn't come pick me up. And it was dark as shit. And there were like no street lights, dude, in Gerber. So I had to walk home nine years old after watching the Blair Witch Project. And it's, I fucking ran, dude, the whole it way. Makes, it, was like, it reminds me of uh, the Black Telephone or whatever, that new Ethan Hawke movie by yeah. Blumhouse. I want to see that. Yeah. Remember how it said we saw the poster and it said February or something like that? Well, it's coming out in June. They had to push it back. Yeah, I saw the poster in the theater at Red Bluff and it said June or July or something. So we didn't miss it because I thought we missed it or something. I don't know. So I'm still excited that we got midnight tickets for Doctor Strange. I know. Yeah. Jumping back to the original Blair Witch Project. Yes. You're familiar with the, the actual theory behind the movie, right? What's that? The entire movie is the two guys are planning on killing the girl. Really? Yeah, yeah like I that's that the theory. the whole the whole theory is the entire time they are just wanting to kill her, and so they're purposely screwing with things or 
they lost the map. They're they're dropping this and dropping that, uh, and they're purposely. What? Huh? I said for real. That's crazy. Yeah, I, never... I think it's a film yeah. theory. I've never stuff. heard yeah, that. That's film nuts, theory dude. even uh, touch base on it. Um, oh. as for the new movie, I'm not sure how that theory fits in because obviously. You know, it's proved that there's something actually going on there. Well, yeah, because in like the new movie, the new movie was so much better. Yeah, I made it through the new Blair Witch Project movie, which I was proud of myself for that. It was intense, like towards the end, they freaking they went pretty crazy on the end of that new one. I was impressed. So a final raw thought before we close the video and podcast yeah. out. Um, a lot of old horror movies are kind of seeing a resurgence. And uh, my mom just shared with me the other day on Facebook that Jeepers Creepers is getting a fourth film called Rebirth. <laughs> and I've been thinking about it and I was like, because they just announced that Chucky season two is going to be coming yeah. it's coming right. later this year so we've gotten halloween which First i think good. i think halloween is what kicked it off i don't know halloween kills no like the new halloween the first one. Oh, gotcha because like I, I know it's not just me that notices this, but a lot of older horror films are kind of being remade. We got It, Halloween, Scream. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, Actually, I think It kicked it off. Yeah, I, I think, think it, it, it was first. I think It's what kicked it off. But uh, then we got, it was like It, then we got a Halloween, which brought back like the original cast, Jamie Lee Curtis and the dude that did Michael Myers. Then we got Scream, which brought back, you know, Nave Campbell and... Which which the new Halloween is a sequel to the original and all the ones in between no longer happen. Yeah. Uh, Weird how they did that. Texas Chainsaw Massacre did it with their Netflix show where it brought back the original Final Girl. I still haven't watched that. It's all right. I liked it. I like the fact that they brought back the original girl. Um, Chucky did it with the TV series on sci-fi, bringing back the original people and continuing from uh, the cult of Chucky. And I'm so happy they're doing a season two. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And then it's like we're getting getting announcement that Jeepers Creepers has finished filming and is going to be coming out. There's talks of doing a new Nightmare on Elm Street with Kevin Bacon. There's talks of doing another Friday the 13th. Like, will Kevin Bacon be Freddy? or he? It's set... So, Robert England is set to direct, and they were at the time saying that Kevin Bacon was their top choice to play Freddy. And that was who Robert England was wanting to play him. Oh... Interesting. 
Okay, I know I know who Robert England is, but for those who are listening, will you please explain who he is? Robert England. I, I oh, wait, wait, hang on. Before you say, I know I know he's the actor who plays Freddy, but go ahead. Robert England is the actor who has portrayed Freddy Krueger in all the movies apart from the newest one, which is I think called A Nightmare on Elm Street. Or mm-hmm. the Nightmare on Elm Street. It's it's, it's yeah, the new right. one that had the dude that played a uh, Warstash in the Watchmen movie. He played a uh, Freddy. Warstash. <laughs> this is my Warstash. Did I say his name wrong? Warshack. Yes. Warshack. It's Warshack. Warshack. <laughs> like a Warshack test. That's why his face. I'm I'm canceling myself, you guys. I don't deserve to be here no more. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, which they made him look like a. Oh, I did. I was so disappointed with the way they made him look. I like the CG his face, dude. Yeah, he like his acting was great, but the CG just didn't do it for me. I wanted that. It would have looked better if his skin was at a state of permanent like melting. But it was the fact that he looked so wet. Yeah, it was and just solid. weird. Like if you're a Have fan you guys seen of the, the Watchmen Nightmare TV series, Street movies. I haven't had a chance to see the TV series, and I've been hesitant on it because I like the movie, and I don't want to ruin the movie for myself by watching the TV series. What? Watchmen. You haven't seen the movie? Me? I've seen the movie. Oh, I, I thought that's Zach what you Snyder. just said. No, I love Zack Snyder movies. I'm forgetting there's a series of Watchmen, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's, I think on, it's HBO on like Max. HBO. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll be the next one I watch. Anyway. I want to see Doom Patrol. Brandon Fraser's making a comeback in my opinion. I, I watched I watched the first few episodes. It's good. I started the Umbrella uh, the Umbrella Academy too. It was really good. But Ooh, speaking some of reason, Umbrella, just... Netflix's Resident Evil comes out this year. Really? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Getting another live action Resident Evil. <laughs> another one. Just oh, and then um, in the group chat, I showed that the they were filming part of The Last of Us. Yeah. What? I'm really yeah, excited boy. for that. Pedro yeah, Pascal if you, is cool. If you go up our group chat, uh, John, look for the, I think it's the last TikTok uh, video that I posted. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I didn't click on that yet. Oh shit! Yeah, nice. They better do it justice, man. They better do it good. Bro, it's Pedro Pascal playing Joel. I know. I don't. I don't even care if the show is good at that point. Just give me talking about him. I want to see that new him and Nicolas Cage movie. Have you seen the The, uh, unbearable weight of massive talent? Oh, looks. I want to see that, and he has a new movie that just came out on Netflix where he plays like a side role, but he's funny as fuck. And it's hmm. about all these actors getting together and making a movie the during the quarantine. Yeah, the bubble. The bubble. Yeah, it's 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 funny. Is it? It's aight. It's aight. I just want to see uh, what's her name, Karen Gillan or whatever, the girl that plays Nebula. Yeah, a lot of good actors in it. It's it's funny though. Well, shirt. Well, sherbert ice cream. Well, sherbert. I think it's about time to wrap it up, boys. Yeah, I I was worried we weren't going to be able to actually coherently say some 
you know stuff for an hour but i think we did well bro we, <laughs> like you said it's pretty much horror based <laughs> we we have managed to bullshit for over an hour like let me let me look back and see it's been about an hour and a half maybe yeah, yeah. whenever we messaged to brian why aren't you in the group chat we we started about 11:50 was when we started talking so probably about an hour, 10, hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, well, that was our raw thoughts, everybody. This is the first podcast segment like that where we don't really have a theme. We just talk about the first stuff that come to mind. And I think this was a very good episode for a change. Yeah, yeah it was. Good. Didn't have a theme rolling into it. Ended up with an overall theme, though. <laughs> an overall story arc to it. Ghost um, stories, scary dreams, and horror-based whatever just horror horror well the next time you guys will listen to us or see us if you guys watch the vidcast will be when we <sighs> lion beyond john's podcast topic of comedy and laughter and shorts three two one. So if you guys are wondering how to fight, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just kind of brain dead. I've been at work for the last like six hours, got home, ate a cheeseburger, and then we started this. Ate a cheeseburger and wings. But, um, wings you have not been at work for the last six hours because for the last hour, you've been sitting in front of your camera. So you lied to us. Oh, no. You liar. all right everybody if you've enjoyed listening to us you can find us on any of your podcast listening apps whether it's on spotify itunes google play whatever it be if you guys would like to watch us communicate make funny faces sit there kind of little john's like little medium buzz david with his random spurts of showing himself you can find us on the nerdgasmic goodfellas youtube channel everything will be linked down in the descriptions below on where i can link it we hope you guys have a wonderful day night rest breakfast lunch dinner, whatever time of day you guys are listening or watching this we'll see you in the next episode good morning good evening good afternoon and And good night night. (laughs) quote from my favorite movie the true mission. Fuck you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> you know, I said that, and that is one of my.